So let's say you have a couple of blocks here and there, you might start to feel tired, minor aches and pains, you might feel off. And that's your subtle body's way of being like, hey, hey, um, I've got some blocks that we need you to take care of. Oh, you might need to feel your emotions. Um, but yeah, you need to take care of it because we're kind of, we're not able to do our job correctly. So you need to work on it. Welcome back guys. Today we're going to be talking about the one, the only Reiki. I love Reiki. It helps so many people. It helps me. And I think it's time to discuss how it can benefit you, how it helps people, what it means and all that fun stuff. We're just going to do a quick rundown or I will be here all day, every day. If you are new here, welcome. My name is Samantha. I'm a holistic practitioner and a mindset coach. And the purpose of this channel is just to give you information, information for you to heal yourself, whether it's learning about energy healing, learning about the subconscious mind. And I also give you tools and techniques to help you step into your power and level up your life because you can do it. You're amazing. And anything is possible. So Reiki, Reiki is a Japanese healing technique that means life force energy. We all have access to this, okay? We give and receive this all day, every day, and I'm gonna prove it to you. Have you ever walked into a room and just like, I think there was a fight here, even though there's no signs of fights, you're reading energy. Have you ever met someone for the first time and you just, you clicked and you're like, I don't know about this person, but I really like them. You're reading their energy. Have you also met someone and you're just like, I'm getting stranger danger vibes and you wanna run the other way? You're reading their energy. Have you ever been minding your own business and you just got really uncomfortable and you just, oh, you can't shake it off and you look around and there's someone's just watching you, scared, staring at you. You're just like, well, they're violating your space because their intention, their focus is on you and you're picking up on it. So people are giving energy away and we are receiving energy. So the quality of energy that you're giving off, people are reading it and interpreting it and either loving you, loving everything about you, you're giving off great vibes or you are stranger danger, serial killer, get a restraining order, get me out of here vibes and you don't want that. So this is an ability that we use every day but we don't understand it. And a lot of us are like, ooh, energy, we don't believe it. You guys, you use it every day. What is your intuition? Like when something's off, your spidey senses, what do you think you're doing? You're reading energy, okay? So knock it off. Before we get into the Reiki, let's talk about the science behind it because I think that's really important because once you have the science, then you're more likely to understand a little bit about this Reiki. If you take a microscope and you zoom in all the way to your atom and you look at it, we're 99.9999999% empty space. We are pure energy and each atom is vibrating at different speeds and frequencies and each of them are holding information. That's why a cluster of them together are like, okay, we're a liver. This is how a liver functions. Our eyes can only see things slower than the speed of light. Anything faster than the speed of light, we can't see, but we sure can feel them. So this brings me into our subtle body. Our subtle body is just our energetic body. It's similar to our physical body where we have organs and veins and arteries that blood flows through. We have the same thing with our subtle body. This is what energy flows through. So you may have heard of auras, chakras, meridians. That is your the, the organs of your subtle body. Our body uses this energy, this life force energy that we give and receive in order to heal itself. Now, if there's any blocks or imbalances, it always starts in the subtle body first and then it manifests into the physical body. So let's say you have a couple of blocks here and there, you might start to feel 
tired, minor aches and pains. You might feel off. And that's your subtle body's way of being like, hey, hey, um, we got some blocks that we need you to take care of. Oh, you might need to feel your emotions. Um, but yeah, you need to take care of it because we're kind of we're not able to do our job correctly. So you need to work on it. If you don't do that, the symptoms get louder. Diseases, illnesses, chronic pain, and so forth. And that's all because your subtle body, your energetic body is blocked up, filled with gunk. So what is this gunk? Well, there are many reasons why your subtle body gets gets all, all messed up. One is your emotions. We do not feel our emotions. We're supposed to feel the, our emotions, every single one, the good, the bad, the ugly, we're supposed to, because emotions are just energy in motion, and it is the size of your fist. So if you are suppressing the anxiety, the depression, the fear, it's gotta go somewhere, so it stays in your energy body and it disrupts the natural flow of energy. Think of it as positive energy. When we feel happiness and joy, oh my gosh, we're just like, yes, give me more of this. I wanna, I wanna roll around in this. And then Mr. Anxiety comes up, we're like, who are you? I don't wanna feel this, this is icky, this hurts. I, I wanna run away. So we run away by suppressing and drinking, taking drugs, eating, watching TV, just distracting ourselves in any way possible just so we don't feel it. Feel the anxiety, the negative emotion because it hurts. Understand, I'm, I am guilty of this as well, okay? I've done it, I sometimes do it, I'm human, what can I say? But we're supposed to feel them, we are. We're supposed to sit with them, feel them, just like the positive emotions, we're supposed to feel them, they get worse, 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 and then psh, they're gone. We're getting that energy out. Now, what's interesting about emotions is that it wants to get expressed at any way possible. It tries to go through the proper channels of us feeling it, but if we reject it, then it's like, you know what? Well, I'm gonna find another way to get expressed. So it usually goes to different parts of our bodies and it gets expressed through our organs. And that's when our organs or different body parts, they start, they don't function at 100% because that energy is trying to be expressed. We're holding on to it and it's just disrupting the natural healing ability of the body. So that is emotions. And you can also think of emotions as the wind. We don't see the wind, but we know it's there because we we can feel it on in our hair or our face or our clothing or whatever. And then we can see it expressed on other people, seeing their hair, seeing their clothing move, seeing trees, the leaves moving around. So we know it's there and just like, our emotions, and just like the wind, it can be very pleasant on a nice hot summer day, a nice little breeze, or it can be destructive like a tornado or a hurricane, and it literally can scoop up your house and travel a couple miles and then drop it on the ground. It makes, it makes pieces of hay into weapons, okay? That's the same thing as your emotions. Your emotions can be very devastating and destructive if we do not get them out of our bodies. So that's one way. Another way is our thoughts. Our thoughts are so, 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 so powerful. If you watch any of my other videos, I'm all about learning about the subconscious mind, getting rid of those limiting beliefs, because if you hold a belief that you're not good enough or you're undeserving or you're not lovable, you're gonna create those emotions and you're gonna suppress them. And then you're gonna feel awful and then the thoughts are gonna come back. You're going to feel the emotion, make, create the emotion, suppress them, and it's just the cycle keeps going and going. And also it affects your chakras and we'll get into that later, but if you 
don't feel like you're good enough, you're not going to speak your authentic self, your throat chakra. You're not going to have willpower. You're not going to be uh, confident solar plexus. I mean, there's just so many things that your thoughts can influence in your body. Another one is stress. We're in a constant state of stress. We're in a constant state of survival, trying to run away from a bear. And I should really stop saying that because you shouldn't run away from a bear, but I'm going to use it anyways, because that's all I got. And so the body is constantly prepared to survive that it neglects different parts of your body. All the blood goes to your muscles. It goes away from your organs, even your brain. So you're not functioning at 100% and you can't naturally heal because you're at a state of, I'm about to get attacked. Another one is trauma. We all have trauma. When we experience trauma, we we have all these emotions. It's intense. And we're like, you know what? Can't really deal this. deal with this right now. I'm kind of in the middle of something or I'm dealing with this situation. I'm in shock, whatever trauma it is. So the emotions are like, okay, I'll, I'll come back at a later date. Time passes, the emotions come back and it gets too intense. We continue to suppress them. And our emotions do sometimes hold on to memories from the past and then they create thoughts in our head. So like I said before, emotions and thoughts disrupt our energy system and trauma is a little bit of everything. So that's how our our body, our subtle body gets blocked up. It gets gooped up. Just some of those things. Those are the majority of them. So what happens is that is that they affect our chakras. We have seven major chakras in our energy system. They start at the top of the head and they go along the spine to the base of your spine. So it, the crown chakra is at the top. The third eye is right here. Your throat chakra is at your throat. Heart chakra is right where your heart is. Your solar plexus is right above your belly button. Your sacral is below your belly button and your root chakra is at the base of your spine. Each chakra has its own rules, regulations, it's a reflection of your life and it governs different areas of your body. A major one is lower back pain. Everyone I feel like has lower back pain and it is a root chakra and a sacral chakra issue. And sometimes the chakras overlap on the organs or body parts that they govern just because they're like right, they're right next to each other. So the root chakra and the sacral chakra, they do govern the lower back. Root chakra is survival center. Do you have your basic needs met? Food, water, shelter, financial needs. Uh, do you have courage? Do you feel like a sense of belonging? Like, do you have a tribe? And then the sacral chakra is more about your creativity, your passions, your relationships and your emotions. So are your relationships fulfilling? Are you suppressing your emotions? Are you too controlling of your life? So if you are any one of those things, then your your chakras are going to start getting blocked in balance. And then you're going to start getting those physical pains and even emotional pains as well. And I'll do a video on chakras in more detail. I'm just going to we're doing a quick rundown now. So what Reiki does is it takes this universal life force energy and it just cleans up your energy system. It works emotionally, mentally, physically and spiritually. It helps you overall, your health overall is very powerful and it's very intelligent and knows what needs to be released at this time and how much you can release. You're not going to release everything. You're not going to release everything you've been holding on to for decades because that would look ridiculous. And there's a lot of things that we are not ready to let go of, unfortunately. And there is also a a processing period. And I don't even want to know what that would look like if you literally went from all gunked up to squeaky clean like that. 
I'm sure it's possible, but I've never seen it. So what is gonna happen when you're actually getting the Reiki done? First, you're going to be laying on your back. You don't always have to lay on your back. A lot of times with my clients, laying on their back for a long period of time might hurt. So I usually let my clients know if they do get uncomfortable, let me know, you can move on to your side. If anybody tells you that you have to lay on your back for this to work is lying to you, the Reiki healing is not going to be affected by what position you, you're in. Laying on your back is ideal. It helps the practitioner, but you can lay in any way you feel comfortable. So you're gonna be laying on your back and the Reiki practitioner is gonna be placing their hands on or above each chakra. And the Reiki practitioner is just a vessel for this life force energy. I am not using my energy, okay, no way. So I'm just open up receiving all this energy. The energy goes through the top of my head to my heart and out my hands. We actually have chakras in our hands too. And so this is where the Reiki energy goes through. Again, I'm just a vessel. So I would be placing my hands either above or on each chakra for a couple of minutes. Depending on how blocked the chakra actually is, I can be there for five minutes, I could be there for 10 minutes, it really depends. And I usually start at the top of the head and I work my way down. Sometimes I'll start at the base of the spine and work my way up. Maybe I'll start at the top of the head and I get called to maybe the heart chakra. It's like, hey, hey, I need attention first, then I go there. Just wherever I feel called, but normally I start at the top of the head. Now there are a number of sensations that the person receiving the Reiki will experience. First, everybody feels a deep sense of relaxation, relaxation that they've never felt before or they haven't felt in a really long time. And sometimes people do fall asleep and that's okay, the Reiki's still gonna do its thing. My personal opinion, I feel like the person who falls asleep, they're too much in their head. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm overthinking. I'm thinking about what I need to do. And the Reiki's like, go to sleep. I'm going to do the work. So the Reiki can work. It really knocks the person out. So it'd be like, just relax for once. But that's my opinion. There's no proof in that. I just kind of, I, I think it's funny. So you might fall asleep. You might feel different sensations as hot and cold temperatures, vibrations, surges of energy, twitching, memories might pop up in your head. You might see color, you might travel. Some people feel like they're in a boat, the sensation of being on the boat. They feel like they're floating. A lot of people's stomachs do growl, okay? And I make sure to let all my clients know this because nine times out of 10 this happens and it's just, how the energy is flowing. Whenever I get closer to the stomach, that's when their stomachs start growling because we're clearing all that stuff out. And you know, sometimes when energy is moving around, it makes your stomach growl or make noises. So it's completely normal if you do feel that. Don't be embarrassed, it happens. Mine does the same thing. Just think, hey, I'm releasing stuff. This is a good thing. You can also feel pressure in different parts of your body. Again, Reiki healing cannot hurt you, can only help you. Sometimes your your chakras just being a little stubborn is not ready to let go of some of the, the gunk that's in there. So you might experience pressure and it's normal. It cannot hurt you. I always tell my clients, if you have a question, say something at any point during the session if you you're concerned about something you're feeling a sensation that you're you don't know it's normal or not say something i don't want my clients to be nervous when they are feeling pressure say in their chest and they're freaking out like oh my gosh am i having a heart attack is this bad is this hurting me and then they get all worked up and they're not enjoying the experience it's like talk to me say something what i've noticed with my clients is that when they're releasing stuff they get 
cold. Meanwhile, I'm on fire. If they do get cold, I tell them, hey, if you get cold, say something. I'll throw a blanket on you. Or if you get too hot and you have a blanket, I'll take it off. And if you have a scratch on your nose, scratch it. If you need to stretch your leg, move your arm, get comfortable again, readjust, do it. You're not going to ruin anything or prevent the Reiki from doing its thing. It's very powerful. It's not gonna freak out or stop working when you go to scratch your nose. No, it's not. I want you to be as comfortable as possible. I usually tell my clients if you do if you do need to scratch your nose and I'm on your heart chakra, the worst thing that's going to happen is that you're going to run into me, we're going to giggle and that's going to be the end of it. That's the only thing that's going to happen. So communication is key. If you're with a Reiki practitioner, make sure you talk to them during the actual Reiki just so you're comfortable. It's not going to hurt anything. I, as a Reiki practitioner, I do experience sensations as well. Now, I never feel cold. I always am on fire. I am lava. I am fire by the end of my Reiki session. I don't always experience my whole body being in flames, but my hands always do. Whenever I go over a chakra that is really blocked, my hands will be on fire. They're normally warm throughout the whole process, but at if there is a stubborn chakra and the Reiki energy is a flowing, my hands <laughs> will feel like they are on fire. Sometimes my hands do shake if there's a lot of energy going through them as well. And it's always funny because there are certain clients that I know I'm like, my body is just instantly on fire once I start working on them. And, um, we kind of joke about that because they will walk me like, listen, you're going to be sweating today. I'm like, girl, I'm always sweating when I'm on. That's just because they're just ready to release stuff. They've been doing this for a while. So the Reiki, they don't mess around. They know the process and they're, they're ready to go. I do experience images that pop in my head and I interpret them in my own little way. Whenever I see rainbows, that means that someone who has passed on is going to is coming through. So I'll see a rainbow and then shortly after I'll see an image or a symbol that represents this person that the person I'm working on will know. So it's kind of cool. I just see symbols. Sometimes they are off the walls and I feel like I'm going to be bonkers if I tell them this. And I'm like, I, I sometimes I do questions like, do I want to tell this person this? Do I not? I always do. And I'm like, hey, this is what I saw. I don't know if it means anything to you, but here it is. This is for you. And a lot of times it, it does mean something to them. It's something from their childhood or it, it just means something to them. So that always makes me feel good. Sometimes I will feel the blocks, uh, the chakras that are blocked in my body. Sometimes I'll feel the symptoms of the person that I'm working on as well. So just like everybody's experience is different, my experience is different as well. It depends on how open the person is, but every time I, I my hands are on fire, and I can feel the blocks in in different chakras. Like I said before, sometimes there is a healing process that happens after the Reiki. It can last a day or two. It shouldn't last any more than that. And because you just got rid of some of that stuff, that gunk, your body just needs time to adjust. And I usually don't see people experiencing this until at least three or more Reiki sessions. That's when we start getting to the really juicy stuff. And that's when we start getting on the trauma and things that we really that you've been holding on to, and that's when there's emotional processing. So it might look like minor aches and pains, you might feel tired, you might be a little emotional or short-tempered. Again, I don't see that a lot in the my clients that I see the first, second, or even the third time, but everyone before that feels 
very relaxed, they have tons of energy, and they feel fantastic. What's so amazing about this is that the Reiki healing could last a couple days after the session, a couple weeks, or even a couple months. So you can be getting all that Reiki healing energy for a few months after your first session or after your session. And it is absolutely amazing. I have clients who don't experience anxiety anymore. They don't bite their nails. They're off their heart medication. They are putting themselves first. They are able to speak their truth. They're able to go after their, their passions. I mean, there's no more back pain, no more pain in their body. It's so incredible how this is, it's so powerful and it's just getting rid of the junk. You don't realize that the pain in your body is something from the past. We are constantly holding on to the past. We need to let it go. We need to let it go. If you've never had Reiki done before, I highly recommend it. It's one of those things you gotta experience it to truly understand it and you will be addicted to it. So. Thank you so much for watching this video and I will see you on the next one. Bye.